0: Europe's biggest health startup. Do not look at me, but see me. Do not hear me, but listen to me. Reflecting a bit on 2015, I highlighted this quote of René Tabac because we should start building healthcare based on the needs of patients. In this essay, I'm addressing the ongoing digital healthcare transformation we are facing right now and how this could help to incorporate the real patients' needs. One of the main reasons for exiting, for existing businesses to fail, is often neglect in all kinds of variations. Neglect to react on the change they see surrounding their branches or company. Neglect because they want to keep things as they are, not accepting there is a new order coming up. History has some strong examples like Kodak, who by neglecting the fact that the market was ready for digital photography, actually they've invented it themselves but their business model wasn't yet put themselves out of business. Meanwhile this example is commonly referred to as the Kodak moment based on their own marketing tagline to photograph life events as this was their own life event. Today there is a lot of neglect in general for healthcare branch in a way I often described as the pre gap phase we tend to think technology and societal change affects only other men's jobs. And professionals and healthcare is too complicated for this. Or the always present argument of people will not go online for healthcare. My friend Jeroen Tas, now CEO of Philips Healthcare Informatics, 15 years ago has led the transformation into electronic banking for Citibank. He recently said to me that people tended to call him nuts and using the same arguments in healthcare now as they did back then to think people would go online to do their banking. If we take the spectrum of medical grade devices at one end and the low cost consumer level at the other end, we will see the emergence of prosumer devices. They will be validated into serious devices as Professor Bart de Moor from the uh, University in Leuven did. Low cost devices that will hit the market, giving consumers access to devices with features that in the past were only available for professionals. With the help of wearables, incitables, etc., patients will be able to create data 24 7, allowing professionals a subscription to their data. Also, they will create more data than all healthcare professionals altogether. We're actually in the midst of the fourth industrial revolution, where everything will be connected to everything. As Schwab pointed out at the WEF, innovations will now come as a tsunami instead of small waves. They will accumulate, and they will go from product innovation into system innovation. Entrepreneurship will agility will come become key factors of success and survival in a world where the fast fish eat the slow ones as opposed to the big fish that will eat the small ones. We have to innovate our way into a sustainable future in all three pillars, consumer, technology, and business model. From a medical standpoint of view, academic medical centers are the experts on the medical fields of it. From a business perspective, however, we should partner with leading business schools like Nairode, Tuck School of Business, or Harvard. And on the patient side, they are the experts in having the condition or disease. Meanwhile, in healthcare, we we keep trying to become better, cheaper, and faster. And I honestly don't think that this is the way to go. Sure, we will have to continue to get better, but our mindset has to change we have to take bigger leaps. Over the past months, I've been working on a model to speed up things at robot UMC and our network. And at Exponential Medicine last November in San Diego, I presented our approach that comes down to three main points. One, digital first, physical next. Two, become obsolete. And three, if we won't, others will. Trivial in this vision, is the aim to become obsolete with the help of digital technology for that part of our served population that are empowered enough to use the technology and want to we would free up time resources and energy to save to serve those who are not able to or can't or won't and they will be able to visit us of course in real life this also helps in the doubling of the healthcare demand we f- were facing Also, I expect healthcare to become a software business within the next decade, so we will face huge digital healthcare transformation on a global level. By creating an onset for the ambition to run everything digital first, physical next, we could serve a group tomorrow that's already out there, that can't wait to get healthcare, in the same way as they do their other daily business like booking hotels, air travel, banking and music. So we will not create a digital-only healthcare, but we'll flip the coin from adding some digital options into a two-sided approach, by default encouraging people to start digital whenever possible. Also, with that attitude, we'll create the needed artificial sense of urgency to create bigger and additional steps than the current process improvement. We have to leapfrog some of our these processes, i.e. the rationale for we have to become obsolete as a strategic heading. With that, encouraging our thinking beyond doing the same thing a bit differently. The tagline, if we won't, others will, referring to new players in the market or other healthcare players that will pivot their process, I wanted to point out to stop delaying the moment to really start, as opposed to only talk about that. There's so much talking going on. And on the other end, in the outside world, startups will find their way at lightning speed including funding at levels we only can dream of healthcare lacks the true startup culture although we're trying to set some skin in the game with for instance with a rockstar digital accelerator in nijmegen as a matter of fact i envision us to act actually as an actual startup a huge one by the way with 1 billion revenue and eleven thousand people so maybe we're right from the start of unicorn, but actually reinventing every step, asking questions from scratch and trying to create our own competitor. And that's exactly what I want to do as of this last January with our ReShip Center. This all will not only affect our delivery model, but it also will strongly impact our research model and even the needed business models, i.e. crowdfunding for research, by patient unions, and open access publishing. Clear steps are being, clear, are being made by the Netherlands Organization for Scientifically Research, NWO, by issuing that non-public access research might even face refunding in the future. Subsequently, we have to safeguard these new processes in the, research, in the education model, i.e. curricula for freshmen in medical and nursing schools. We've kicked off a new curriculum at Rudwad UMC last September, including all of the above. But also we have to serve the sitting crew in CME programs. Next, we have to train our current and new leaders into an era that will be characterized as what I earlier coined the era of never-ending change. For For this, five years ago, we've created a ReShip Center to explore, understand and to test new options for healthcare. In all of this, we have to incorporate the targeted group right from the very first start, patients. So patients included, as we coined it in 2010, should be the default. What else? Just like we did with the Dutch ICT and Healthcare magazine, of which I'm the guest editor-in-chief for 2015 and 2016, where patients will add a review of every article in it, or like the BMG started in 2014. Let me stop by circling back to Renée Tabak, one of our patient advocates that has been with our Center network for years. At one of our TEDx's early 2012, after sharing a lot of his own experiences about his heart disease, he addressed the professionals in the audience. Do not look at me, but see me. Do not hear me, but listen to me, referring to the mismatch he faced between the medical needs and the real patient needs. Adapting that line to so ask my fellow professionals not to only listen what's out there, but really adapt and translate that into your own daily practice. Please go out and stop attending to your own what I call posse conferences. organized by your peers and please step out of your own comfort zone and visit other conferences as well. For instance, on the digitization of healthcare. Take a step back and analyze your own behavior in society. How digital has your journey in life became and how does that relate to your own professional practice? I wish you great holidays and a very healthy and digital 2016.